Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Anthem podcast. It has been eesh, about a month since we have actually published anything. It's a generous month. Yeah, it's a generous month. Uh, we'll say that it was because my family and I did the most epic road trip that has ever existed. And I know Rob would probably say the same thing about his road trip also. Uh, but we had a great time. Thanks for your patience and, and us getting back to it. Um, so today uh, we actually have a really cool opportunity. Um, there's a, a group of us who are just meeting here in the office uh, for the Caneo Valley Pastor Prayer Meeting that we do once a month. Uh, and so we actually have a couple, uh, star guests here with us today. So, uh, I'm just going to work my way around the table. Um, so we have from Caneo church, we have Mr. Kirk DeWitt. Hello. Hey, how are you? Glad to be we, here. We didn't really talk about how to do the handoff for each person, <laughs> but, and then, uh, all the way from Anthem Thousand Oaks, we have Mr. Rob Patterson. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you everyone. Yes. And all the way from the deepest corners of the Caneo Valley from uh, Newberry Park First Christian Church, we have Ken Lamont. How are you, Ken? Doing great. Thank you. We're, we're glad all you guys are here. So uh, for, for those of us who are listening that don't know, especially you two guys really well, maybe I'll kind of have you go on the spot, maybe in like two minutes or so, maybe give a little bit of a, a background of who Kirk DeWitt is. Uh, tell us a little bit about your church, et cetera. Okay. Awesome. Glad to be here. Thank you. And uh, it was it was really sweet, a sweet time this morning just to be here with a group of pastors from our area and pray for each other and lift each other up. So thanks for the opportunity of being here. Uh, grew up in the Canoe Valley since I was 10. My wife was born at Los Robles Hospital. She's hey, super native. She's been here the whole time. <laughs> super native. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we live in the house that she grew up in, which is pretty neat. Uh, we just, we feel like the Canoe Valley is... Uh, more than home. It's a place where God has planted us and uh, wants to use our lives um, to bless other people and point other people to him. Uh, I've been at Caneo Church for nine years, was at Calvary Community Church before that. My my dad uh, started Calvary way back. And so we got to see that place grow up. Yeah. And I was on staff there for about 20 years, uh, overseeing missions and community outreach, et cetera. And uh, now I'm at Conejo Church right near the Oaks Mall. And uh, it's it's been quite a journey getting through the last couple of years. But I feel like uh, I feel like God's put us in a, in a great spot to reach Central TO and beyond. And, uh, and we're really, I feel like we're a, we're a church, if we were to boil it down of word, deed, and spirit, trying to find the balance of those things. Yeah. That's awesome. Love that. How about you, Ken? Yeah. Um, like Kirk, I've been around the Caneo Valley for quite some time. Uh, graduated from Newberry Park High School where I met my- Me too. Uh, Good job. Yeah. High school sweetheart. Uh, and like Kirk, uh, she- has is a native of the Caneo Valley. I grew up in Orange County, then moved out here during high school. Do you live in her childhood home? We no, we do not. Sorry, um, you lost. Yeah, but, funny, funny oh, enough, but, in the same neighborhood. But my wife grew up next to Ken. Yeah, we oh. lived next door to to each other, and my sister <laughs> that's uh, incredible was, was Kirk's uh, uh, wife's best friend for uh, during elementary school. So that's awesome. lots of cool connections. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and have just loved um, obviously uh, the Conejo Valley, 
Newberry Park is just, you know, we're passionate about ministry there. Totally. Uh, I've been on staff at uh, Newberry Park First Christian Church for, this is year 32. Oh my goodness. crazy. For about 24 years was a youth pastor mm. and then um, did family life ministry things. And for the last, uh, I think it's now 11 years, the... Uh, lead pastor Wow. there. So it's been a blessing. Yeah. You know, our community, you know, we, we just, uh, like many, we, our goal is to help people find and follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we always say we want to help people encounter God, help them experience community and to extend compassion yeah. to our community. That's kind of our, our three pronged, uh, uh, strategy. So uh, we love it and and love the fact that we get to get together with local area pastors. We're passionate about the unity of the church here. Yeah, totally. Rob, maybe could you share a little bit about your your experience with the Caneo Valley Pastor Prayer Group uh, for the last year and a half or so? Yeah. Um, so the Caneo Valley Pastor Prayer Group, um, we're speaking, we're sitting here with the experts in the room here. Um, <laughs> but uh, my understanding, and you guys can correct me here, is this has been going on for probably 15 plus years. Um, I know uh, Steve Larson was one of the folks, and then different pastors have kind of taken on that mantle of, hey, we'll, we'll, th- we'll send out the email, we'll send out the uh, smoke signals, and we'll all get together once a month. Um for me, it was such a benefit because when I planted Journey, it was like, hey, we're the new fish, we're this. You, in church planting, you kind of worry of like, people assume churches compete, but it's so far from that and just being welcomed in and just like, hey, we're all in this together. We're trying to show people Jesus. We're trying to mourn with people who are mourning. We're celebrating with people who are celebrating, sometimes minutes apart. Um, and often if people are going through something, sometimes their relationships have history at one church, but they're at another and just having that unity of pastors are just like, Hey, we're for you. We're not against you. We just want to be about it. And so let's pray for each other. Um, and so this last year, especially with what, you know, my experience, I'm, I just turned 40 this summer. So this feels like the most divided time I've experienced as the church, even though I'm a pastor's kid. Um, it's been really sweet to see pastors just like, Hey, we have each other's back. How can we pray for you? Um, while everything is different, it also kind of has similar, you know, unique, but similar experiences as we're pastoring churches. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, it's been, it's been interesting through the whole season. I mean, there are so many churches who are portable, who, uh, you know, are renting spaces on Sunday mornings that were spaceless for a long time. There's churches all over the gamut of, uh, is that even a saying all over the gamut? Sure. We're going to accept it. Okay. Thank Go you. Um, we can be unified around uh, being all over the gamut. How about that? Okay. <laughs> so um, there are churches in the Valley who have had very uh, differing views on how this whole year and a half should have gone or did go or what caused this or whatever. Um, but like Rob was saying, I feel like it's been neat to have a group of guys that we feel like we can find unity through, through Jesus with. Um, so just maybe Kirk, I, I mean, the, the time that you took us through this morning was so meaningful and, and maybe as sort of the, the leader of the Caneo Valley pastor prayer, uh, maybe could you give sort of like the 30,000 foot view of, of the church, the church is of the Caneo Valley over the last year and a half. How long do we have? <laughs> no. <laughs> so just to be fair, Ken, uh, Ken Lamont, Tom Stefan and I lead the group. And um, Tom Steffens from Monta Vista Press yeah, as from well. Monta Vista. So I'm, so I'm, uh, I've become the one that sends out the emails, but you know, the Lord's in charge. 
That was so, because Kirk had the gift of email because I did it for a little while. And then Kirk would go, are you going to send out the email? And I would go, oh, I'm, I'm doing this. And Kirk had uh, the spiritual gift of email. Of just responsibility. Oh, man. So so I think uh, big picture, I, I feel like we have needed each other more than ever. It's been a difficult time to be a leader in the church the last two years, and we've shared a lot of common experiences with, uh, you know, varied opinions passionately displayed and argued for in our congregations and, and some changeover, people leaving to go here or there or not wanting to be around at all for the, for the time being. But, uh, but I feel like we have been able to help and sharpen each other and encourage each other with difficult decisions. Uh, and, and I feel like the, the sounding board of the group has been really, really important. Big picture, we haven't seen a whole bunch of churches shut down yeah. or go out of business or, you know, huge church splits. We haven't seen a lot of that that other cities have seen. Sure. So that's beautiful that we haven't struggled through some of the more difficult things like that. Uh, I think each church and each leader has had their, their uh, difficulties. I think leaders have become pretty tired um, and it's been challenging, but I also feel like God has given grace and encouragement and uh, rallied people around each of us to support us through this time. So I feel like the health of the church in the Valley is pretty good, uh, better than it could have been going through a season like this. Sure. Uh, I still feel like we are one church in the Valley, even though there's a lot of contentious stuff happening here and there, the contentious stuff isn't driving the story. Mm. I think Jesus is in charge. Um, in fact, it's funny. I got a, a funny text from somebody this last week and it surprised me, but they just said, he's still on the throne. And yeah. it, and it wasn't somebody that normally says stuff like that. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, right on, buddy. He yeah. is still on the throne. So, so I think people are seeing that perspective that the Lord's in charge. There's one church in the Valley. Yes. It's been crazy, difficult, contentious at times, but we're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Ken, I think you were at the hospital this last week also, were you uh, able to yeah. be a part of that? So maybe share a little bit about what that was. I would imagine a lot of these people have no idea that something like that happened. Yeah. Not only do we gather monthly with uh, local area pastors to pray for one another, to share our experiences, to build each other up. Uh, we've continued to desire to reach out to the community. And, you know, I've been here for 32 years uh, yeah. working in uh, church ministry here. And this is the first time I can remember when we actually have received phone calls like from hospital administrators saying, Hey, we need you guys here. And, um, it is a, it, it's one of those wonderful things where we say, wow, the years of working on relationship building are paying off in amazing ways. And we have a great relationship with uh, leaders over at Los Robles Hospital and other other community uh, areas as well. But um, so we've had the opportunity to go as a group uh, over to pray over 
hospital staff, administrators, you know, doctors, and I mean, everyone from the lab technicians to the housekeeping people to the doctors in the ICU and the ER people, and that that we had department heads and people coming out to, and we were praying together uh, for them. But also, um, several of us have had opportunities to go in at different times, um, just individually with like one of the folks from the hospital and kind of make the rounds and go to different places and yeah. pray over the people. And they have welcomed that with such open arms. That, and I just feel like it's been such a, a wonderful thing to, you know, uh, bind our community together and, and, and they're recognizing their, their need for, for prayer, for the Lord, um, guidance. And yeah. it's just neat that we have those relationships that we can, build on. Totally. And even just expressions of how we can be for one another. Cause I feel like, right. uh, people who even are keeping like a 5% awareness of the, the voices of the churches in the area. And it just feels very, it can feel at sometimes antagonist antagonistic, uh, that, that we and healthcare workers could be on opposite ends of the spectrum. That's so not true. Like we, we, everything that you were just saying, uh, shows that, 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 that is not true. And so, uh, for anybody who's a doctor that's listening, we love you. Oh, we're so yeah. grateful for oh, the work yeah. that you, and, you and nurses you so and support much. staff and everybody, uh, for everything that you're doing and have done for, uh, specifically the last year and a half, but keeping us all safe and healthy, uh, for years and years. You had yeah. something to say. I wanted to say one thing in, in the past as pastors, we visited sick people and mm. prayed for them. Now it has shifted a little bit. We still do that, but now we're visiting the staff to encourage them so they can take care of the sick people. Yeah. So, and those people have been under fire and underappreciated and overworked. And so no matter what your political bent is, pray for and support the staff, uh, the personnel, the doctors, the nurses, the people that are working there because they're having a tough time. Yeah. Yeah. That's well said. Yeah. Uh, so Rob, as you have been a part of this group for just as long as I have, um, what do you see as a way that that people who aren't the pastors of churches, but just like the the people who are a part of the body of Christ in the Canoe Valley, what's what are some ways that you see that people could um, put their the unity of the body of Christ on display in our area? Yeah, I mean the uh, the key to unity is I think where we will find unity. This might surprise everyone. Is Jesus? Who's that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> And um, we're not going to be united in where we attend church because once again, I don't even agree with that sentence as a <laughs> theological statement of like, you don't attend a church. You, right. we, we are the church. Right. Um, we might be in different foxholes of like on a Sunday morning of like, there's a Caneo foxhole and then there's a first Christian foxhole, but like we're in the same team. We're in the same army. Um, and so uh, where we were assigned, that's up to Jesus. Um, and so getting back to the question of how do we achieve unity? It's well, we're all trying to, represent Jesus to our neighborhood, to our loved ones, to our coworkers, to our children. Um, and we get to do that well. And so if there's someone who also loves Jesus, guess what? You found a partner, mm -hmm. but you get to represent Jesus to them too. Okay. And I think right now, especially in the, the contentiousness of this world, it's actually, I think, you know, Christian on Christian crime is uh, showing that maybe we don't love Jesus quite as much. And so let's hold on to him that much more. Um, if you were at Anthem um, or heard Anthem online, whatever it was this last week, uh, Matt mentioned how like when we feel squeezed, hopefully, you know, if, if you squeeze a sponge, water comes out. But if we get squeezed, 
hopefully Jesus comes out, right? Maybe things of the spirit would come out. Um, and that's what we want. Um, we're not, we're not trying to compete. We're not trying to, you know, sell timeshares here. We're not doing any of that. We're just people who are loved by God, transformed by God. And so that's incredible. You got, you got to find out about this Jesus. He's, he's changed my life. He actually gave me a new purpose. That, that's incredibly unifying. I mean, <laughs> that used to be the division, right? Um, but that's actually the place of unity here in the church. I think that's a fantastic picture because often when we get squeezed, anger or fear or defensiveness like comes out or control mm. rather than more of the Lord towards each other. I think that's great. So, uh, Kirk, as we're sort of starting to land the plane here, uh, what do you, what would be some encouragements for how people could be praying for churches in the Caneo Valley, whether specific or general? I think churches are individuals. We are the church. So I would say if you're a believer in Jesus, um, just say, Lord, who should I reach out to today? Who needs encouragement? Who needs prayer? Who needs a text? And ask that the Lord would give you little pictures in your mind of who needs him right now, whether they know him yet or not, and follow that. And I think that's much more important. It's become even more important right now than ever before because people are feeling isolated and alone and... um, and going through, you know, people are, whether they admit it or not, under a lot of pressure. Mm. And so um, the Lord knows who's under the most pressure right now. So I would say follow him to who it is. Spend a little time with each other and don't isolate and watch the news and get fearful. Uh, I think we can have caution and we can have concern. We don't need to fall into fear. Mm. Fear is not of the Lord. Um, And so... I, I think that's the th- reach out to your pastor, reach out to your church leaders, say, man, I love you. I'm rooting for you. I'm praying for you. How can I help? You know, and ra- rather than, uh, you know, tell them what they're doing wrong, yeah. pray for them and encourage them. Yeah. How about you, Ken? Yeah, I, I think it is let's continue to pray for one another and let's focus on what unifies us. Uh, which is Jesus. And, and I think that is so important because, you know, in, in Jesus prayer in John 17, he says, you know, he's praying that, that his followers, that the disciples would become one. And that includes all of us, that we would become one. But the purpose of that oneness was so that the world would know that God had sent Christ. And I think that's, that's what we need to focus on is the realities that uh, as we, lift one another up as we pray for one another, as we focus together on Jesus and we focus on what unifies us uh, and that we love one another, Mm. that it's a demonstration to the world, not just that we're nice people or that, you know, church is a great thing to be involved in. It is a demonstration. It, It actually shows the world that God sent Christ into this world to save us. And so I think that is uh, one thing that that uh, we need to be constantly in prayer for in the church here in the Caneo is that that the world will see the unity uh, that we yeah. have so that more people will put their trust in Jesus. Totally. Yeah, that's great. Uh yeah, there is two things that I've been I've been thinking of. I I fully recognize that my Facebook and Instagram feed may be a little bit different 
than people who are not in full-time ministry because a lot of my uh, things that I see are posts from other churches and because you guys are my friends and so you're the people that I follow and that's that. So uh, I feel like even something that that everybody could be doing, uh, whether or not you're a leader at a church is, uh, is when you see stuff that that's happening at other churches that are really fun, like you guys have a big uh, prayer and worship Praise and worship yeah, night that's yeah. happening pretty yeah, soon, Sunday right? Night. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I give you, everybody at Anthem, I give you permission. It's okay to one, attend those things if you would like. Uh, and two, even just to share them. Uh, so just because it's not Anthem branded does not mean that we are going to take offense uh, as the leaders of Anthem. Those are things that we want to celebrate and as well. Imagine how silly we'll be in heaven talking about like church logos and branding. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> right. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Right. Yeah. Um, so the other thing, maybe like a really tangible thing also is I would imagine most of you listening have some relationships with believers of other churches. Uh, and so even if you talk to them all the time, or maybe if you don't, uh, I feel like something that you could do today is, is even just send a text or, or have a phone call with somebody who uh, is a part of the body of Christ uh, of uh, another church in the area. And I think uh, it would be a really cool way just to, to put the, the display of unity uh, between the churches of Jesus in, in, in the Canoe Valley on display. So I know that's maybe a little bit too practical and on the nose, but uh, I feel like that could be uh, a cool thing for people. So as we're signing off, we had said we were going to be shooting for 20 minutes or so. We just crossed the 21 minute mark. Whoa. Uh, whoa. Uh, go ahead. Were you I, just say, I always go so fast. Yeah. Um, so uh, everybody listening, we're so grateful. Um, one more time, we have uh, Kirk from Caneo Church. And so you can find uh, them on Instagram and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Kirk, most weeks, is doing like a morning devotional thing, which has been really fun to... to you can see his backyard every Wednesday morning. Oh, Wednesdays. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, and then Ken Lamont, um, if, if people wanted to know more about what you guys are doing, what's the what's the best way for them to be aware? Yeah, I Facebook, Instagram, um, npfcc.org uh, here in the Canaya Valley. Yeah. And Ken practically pulls office hours at Ragamuffin. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I love <laughs> That's that. That's true. You're there all the time. <laughs> well, it, it's because the, the owners were, were part of our church family, still still are. Um, I, I will say this, that uh, I, what I love is when we see each other at places like that and we are introducing each other um, I love that that our community sees our pastors not just you know that we're somewhere on a Sunday morning, but we're together. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I love to introduce our you know people that I know to the other pastors. Just yesterday, I was at Sharky's, and it turns out Ken was right next to me talking to someone doing ministry. I was talking to someone doing ministry. And I was like, oh look. And yep. so there it is. Yeah, that's really sweet. Well, cool. Thank you guys so much for, for hanging around a little while after our prayer time this morning. Super grateful for both of you. Uh, for those of you listening, thanks for listening as well. We will hopefully be back next week. Goodbye. Bye.